Hello there, stranger. Passing through this here vast expanse of filth called the internet. Why don't you come take a sit down and listen to this here podcast about friends and video games. Nitwick's the name, and I reckon this week we're going to talk about them desert levels. That's right. Three fellas are going to sit around their respective computer screens and talk about the endless, hot, and often perilous adventures that take place out there in the open rain. My name is Drew Fasciano. And fun fact about myself, my favorite dessert is the noble oatmeal cookie. That's all I got. Oh, shit, I thought it said desert. Uh-oh. Well, that was the joke, no, you wait. see, because desert and dessert is, is... I get it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. You know, oddly enough, I get that mistake made a lot more often than I probably should, where it's like, ah, oh, man, he was wandering through the dessert, and then <laughs> and then was like, man, it's so dry out. Like He was wandering in the dessert on a horse with no name. And it was How am delicious. I still making this mistake? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's okay. I had to Hello, Google it. My, my name is Adam, and my favorite dessert, um, I'm pretty partial to a chocolate chip cookie with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Oh. Ooh. Or Look at you. Look cake at you. and ice cream. Really, it can be any kind of baked good and a scoop of ice cream. That's a good That's a good one, too. Um, That's a solid. All right. And hello, I am Zach. Hi, and, Zach. And hi. Are you going to... You gonna say hello to Adam? No, I actually don't care. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so cold. My favorite dessert is the double fudge brownie. How was it double fudge? Trust me, man. Oh, right, no, it's it's the brownie that melts, the one that has like melted fudge in it. Oh, like Ooh. like the lava cake kind of way, where it's like there's a lot oh, of yeah. stuff inside of it that's nice and gooey, and you bite in, and you're just like, oh, I was expecting solid, but instead I got all this sugar rushing to my soul. Now I'm hungry. Mm. Well, I really want dessert now. Uh, this was a poorly timed See? question. See? <laughs> this is why I ate a snack beforehand. Well, I mean... What'd you have for a snack? Yeah. Uh, was it a, was it a uh, double fudge brownie? No. It was two snack bar packs, although one of them was chocolate flavored. Mm. All right, well, that's close enough, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I see you guys align yourselves with chocolate. That makes sense. How y'all's weeks doing? What's going on? uh, Who who wants to start? I guess I I will start. Okay. We'll switch up our order. Uh, My my. week has been... Don't worry, Zach. We'll get through this together. Oh, my. Uh, (laughs) My week has been all right. Uh, Work's been keeping me busy, a lot busier than usual. Um, There's a bunch of stuff going on there. That place needs to chill out for a hot second. Ooh. So, uh, I actually haven't played many video games or anything this week. Um, then, then. Think, <laughs> it was, it, it's kind of a bummer. Like, we were sitting here like, what did I do this week? Like, slept and went to the gym. That's about it. Oh, I started went- going to, there, that's my big thing. I went to a, I started going to the gym more often and swimming. Well, nice. Which, which has been fun. It gets me up early and I get to do stuff. Um, you do it in the morning. How early do yeah, you get I up? Usually, uh, not terribly early. I get up at like seven, then I go. I leave for the gym, uh, and I, I only swim like a thousand yards or so. But it's usually because I'm trying to build up to like doing a thousand butterfly, uh, mm-hmm. which is really difficult. I'm finding. <clears throat> well, I mean, but isn't butterfly so, like the most intense stroke because you're using like just your arms? That's the one. That's the one you have the dolphin kick, and you, you're you're pulling your arms up and over yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, oh right. So that one's pretty pretty rough, but it's it's been fun. It's been fun to kind of keep working towards something. Um. The, the really big thing to note, I guess, I did this week is last night I was in uh, SF and I went to go see uh, Tupperware Remix Party and Ninja Sex Party. Yeah! In concert. What? That's awesome! I, what are that those? Was really fun. I'm very curious. Uh, so Tupperware Remix Party is an 80s... It's a band that's from the 80s 
and from the future, and from space. Oh. And uh, they are like a lot of synthwave kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's in costume. Like there's one guy who's in this like, yellow jumpsuit with a what looks like a traffic cone. There's a guy who wears a lion mask. Uh, there's a cosmonaut looking dude, so, and then there's a abominable snowman. Okay, wait a moment. What is the name of this band again? Tupperware Remix Party. Tupperware Remix Party. Uh, and then the other one I saw was Ninja Sex Party, yeah. which is uh, Danny and Ninja Brian. Uh, people might know Danny from his stint on Game Grumps. Mm-hmm. He's he's not so grump. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, what the fuck a, is what? this band? Yeah, this band's great. They they were amazing live. I gotta be honest. I, I Why is this man Josh. wearing a cone on his head? Don't worry about it. Um, but it was fun. I got to. I actually got in for free because somebody was like, "We have an extra ticket." And like, okay, do you want me to pay back? Like, nah. They, these tickets are already paid for. Uh, so here you go. Like, yes. All right. So what was the name of the other band? Ninja, uh, Ninja Sex, Sex Party. Party or Ninja NSP. Sex Party. We're doing live googling right now. Mm-hmm. Zach, oh. what they did do is they did the um like they yeah did no a, I saw a, a this I saw together, this right they did the hit right yeah, yeah. wait is Danny yeah, the hit. is is Danny the main guy or is Danny the ninja Danny, Danny's the main guy yeah. he, and he's the one on okay. Game Room so I knew uh, that was fun somewhere. it was um it was a really good show they, they there was a lot of really good energy there uh danced a bunch my leg fucking hated me the next day oh no um crowd was awesome ninja. but I gotta say we uh, me and my group uh. We're standing next to this lady who's about as tall as I am, and I'm like 6'2 or mm-hmm. something. I don't know who she came with. Uh, I don't know if she was somebody's boyfriend. She looked like she could have been somebody's mom. Mm-hmm. But she was the most joyless person I've ever seen at a concert. Like, Amazing. Like, they're playing the hit, like, Twerp mm-hmm. and NSP's, like, big mm-hmm. original, do- like, collab song. Mm-hmm. And it's got, and, like, that's a really high-energy song. She's just standing there with her hands in her pocket. It's oh like, no! Like what? Uh, Stop being a fucking sponge of energy. Here's then, the thing: you, what you're describing to me seems like the frumpy old person from like those '80s movies about kids in high school. Like, like I'm, oh, dude, like <laughs> I could tell from her expression in her mind, she was like, "Why do these kids think this is good? This is so stupid." Rock why, and roll is, is the devil's is music. Like, they can't be moving to it. <laughs> it's not even that she was the devil. She's like, "This is dumb. This is real dumb." And like, why are you here then? Why are you on the floor if you are gonna be like this? I'm confused by that, but it was it was a fun show. It was a good show. Oh it yeah, it was, it was a great show. I loved it. It was. Uh, I think I think honestly I enjoyed Twerp a lot more just mm. because I I actually never listened to them much. Mm. I was like, damn, this is so good. This is this is amazing. Interesting. So I'll probably be listening to that at work because uh, like this I, week I've listened to a lot of Ninja Sex Party because. Um... They did the the Star Bomb album with uh, Ego Raptor, and then I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I want to hear some more stuff." And I don't know about uh, Tupperware, but like, I know Ninja Sex Party is like freaking hilarious. Like, they have this one song, "Cool Patrol," that's like, "Oh, oh they played that one, yeah." <laughs> oh no, that's awesome. Yeah, I've seen their music no. videos. Ninja Sex Party is very funny. Sorry for so, being very literal. Uh, this this gets a both bands, uh, Tupperware Remix Party and Ninja Sex Party, mm-hmm. both parties on the Rock Hard Tour get a Nitwick recommendation, Aww. or at least an Adam recommendation. Yeah, we got some Adam recommendations here. I, I wasn't there, but I trust Adam enough. I trust Adam enough. Oh, for, for some reason, Drew, I thought you were going to that show. Like, I, for some reason, I thought it was you who told me that they were playing, and I'm then a, I was like, I wish, I wish I had known. I would have loved to see them. Wow. Uh, All right. So, who's next? 
Well, uh, well, hmm. <laughs> I'll go next. <laughs> All right, Drew, how'd you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drew, how was your week? Um, so my week was uh, decent, I guess. Um, my dad was out of town. But, uh, so the house was all yours for a rad party. The the, the rad party that didn't happen. Um, yeah, no, what the hell is this? So uh, for non-gaming stuff, I had to take my car into the shop on Thursday. So basically that's what I did outside of work all nice. day was just like get my car fixed. And my clutch got replaced. And hopefully I won't have to replace it again in a year, which is what happened this time. Um, oh, dear. Yeah. It, well, it's free to replace it because of an, an extended warranty. But... Yeah, the the clutch on my car is shitty, and it shudders. It's the worst. Um, it will never come in for you in a clutch situation. Yeah, hey. yeah, pretty much. And then uh, on Friday, though, I hung out with Drew, and we had burritos and ice cream. It was a fine yeah. day. Yeah, fine day. It was a good I day. I had tacos instead. I had tacos instead. I was a rebel. He did have tacos. I, we I also ended burrito. up talking about anime for a solid hour and a half, I think. Oh, God, oh, yeah. Man, <laughs> I missed anime talk. No, this it is was crap. Like, it was like anime talk mixed with, like, man, high school was weird. Yeah, it kind of was. Um, no, was. An- anime is life, man. Yeah, anime is life. Uh, and so, I guess the last thing is that, that uh, yesterday, I drove an hour and a half to see my mom to get the registration for my car. Mm-hmm. Stayed there for, like, an hour and a half. Drove back. Because I had to get on my computer because I, I'm part of that Pokemon tabletop game and I had to like be on my computer for that at like one in the afternoon. That was some madness yesterday morning. Wait, so wait, you were in the car and you were still like tabletopping? No, I drove an hour and a half up, stayed uh-huh. there for an hour and a half, drove an hour and a half down uh-huh. and then got on. Like I left at like 830 in the morning. Zach, has anyone ever hmm. told you um, you are super dedicated to games and it's beautiful? Yeah, it, it was pretty intense. The thing is, is that, like, the worst part was that, well, maybe not the worst part, but, like, we didn't end up starting until, like, an hour after I got there because somebody else was missing. So I was like, great. Um, Wait, so that means it only lasted a half hour. I could have spent an extra hour at my mom's place. Um, but yeah, that's, that was that. Um, in terms of gaming, uh, lots of Overwatch. Um, yeah. I've been getting back into the swing of it, and I've been playing lots of, I've been playing lots of arcade and A-player free-for-all. I've gotten fairly good with Soldier, but there's a couple maps where I just, like, don't play him. Um, and instead, I'll just switch to, like, Junkrat or something. And I've yeah. learned the only way to win as Soldier, or, or the way I win as Soldier, is by kill-stealing. Just kill-stealing the entire time. Hey, you know what? That's what I do. That Now you're learning. Yeah, like, I always end up in the top four because I just kill-steal a bunch. So, usually when I do free-for-all, I'm playing Genji, because uh, I'm like, oh, you know, these are actual live targets. I will practice my targeting and stuff like that, and my aiming. I have found the best way to do this is, oh, those two people are fighting. Okay, let one of them kill them, then go in, go in and get the kill. Just do oh, it. Oh, see, see, the thing is, I'm soldier. I can kill both of them. Like, Oh, I mean, I can, but it's just like, I don't know. I think it's fun to just be like, oh, look, that person's better than Swift strike. All right, got him. Yeah, 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 no, I know. Um... But yeah, and I think the next thing, uh, the other game that I played, and I, I was literally just playing this, uh, is Divinity 2 Original Sin. And I think I mentioned this before, but I'm playing with some friends. There were only two people on this time, but we all played together and it was it was pretty fun. We, we were being basically power leveled by the one guy who's played the shit out of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it led to some fun scenarios. And I was playing like a cleric, so I was like a melee fighter. 
And then we had like uh, a witch, which is sort of like a rogue with magic, and then a uh, a custom class, basically that's extreme heavy on archery and ranged magic. Yeah. Um, and so I don't have a ton to say about that unless I'm talking about spoilers. But we ended up gearing super hard, and we had a I we had a beautiful moment where like we like basically two people were going off to do something else, and I had just like time to myself, and it, and I just walked into an ivy bush in the game and then <laughs> I, I just i was on discord with my buddies so i was just like hey guys hey guys you can't see me i'm in the bush um they'll never suspect so, you there and so i literally took a screen cap of it um and if we can put it up oh is um, that what notes, this is we should is that what um, this is and so i like in the picture i am i am this man in heavy armor standing behind a bunch of ivy on a wall and Zach, I got, you can I gotta, see the other two party members that are just like around the corner. <laughs> Zach, I gotta tell you, like, they'll never suspect me. <laughs> looking at this image, me. the thing that sticks out the most is your glorious beard mustache combo on your. Oh yeah, hair. he has a giant beard mustache combo. Um, he's also got like this like pullback hair. I'm like, I'm loving it. It's great. Hmm. Uh, but yes, hopefully y'all can see it on the show notes. I will. I will add it into the notes, and the world will know what your character looks like. I know. Just fun bearded man. Do you um, want me to share your name as well so people can send you sweet high fives on the internet? Um, the game. That's not really possible. Okay, then I I don't know I don't know how this game works. I I assume things that I would. It's sort of like um you join a group and then um you basically create uh or basically like you have a character mm-hmm. uh you basically you do character generation together and then you make a save file and then other people then then like you rejump onto the same host thing and then you oh play okay. Game. That's pretty cool. So, like, some um, one person is hosting the game, and you can just you're all playing through that campaign. Yeah. Uh, so, one thing I have to say about uh, Divinity is uh, the social stuff can be kind of wonky and a little like like things can get real weird. Um, like teleporting people on top of other things because that's a spell. Um, and you can cheese the living shit out of stealing from NPCs oh, if you dude, are playing multiplayer. I, I have been seeing a bunch of videos of people playing Divinity too. And it's like, guys, look, we found this infinite damage combo. Like, wow, yeah. that's no, crap. So the tactical fighting element is actually really cool. I'm not as jazzed on it because, like, my allies can murder things before I get to them. No. <laughs> and so, like, here I am trying to wade my way towards the enemy, and they just and they just like, oh, well, well we killed half of them. I'm like, ah. I'm here to help. We don't need you. Oh. Yeah. The other thing well, is that I played a cleric because I wanted to heal, but everybody, everybody on my team can self heal so i'm like okay thanks cleric all right did you do anything else or is that about it uh that's that's about it for me i had a lot uh drew go <sighs> let's see here well my week's been pretty fun um it's been quite busy i got a little overwatch time in and that was grand uh the game has changed tremendously since uh I can imagine. Since my last pop in so that you was last fun. played like six months ago right uh a little less than that like there was some moment where i was on for a random hour but like it was just kind of like a bit of a one-off, and now here I'm just kind of like seeing like, oh man, like Doomfist, you can you can do things, I suppose. Um, says says the tracer main. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So you know, it's all good. It's all good. Well, I mean, that make that makes sense. We all remember when Doomfist fucking killed Tracer. In we that don't video. talk about all that right. video. We don't talk about that video. Tracer's alive <laughs> and well. She, she's alive and well. Everything is fine. Uh, aside from that, um, let's see here. Uh, you know, I got a 
I was playing around with some code. I uh, put some stuff up on GitHub because I wanted to. Uh, I discovered, this is true, I've discovered that there is this new show called Neo Yoki, which is... Neo Yokio! <laughs> oh, right. Um, I mean, Drew, another thing I, I gotta need to ask look up. you. Yes. <laughs> yes, Adam. Do you think, do you think you deserve this big Toblerone? <laughs> what? I know I deserve the big Toblerone. I have a fine tuxedo. It is not dark navy blue. It is in fact a black tuxedo for a black and white party, as is what you are supposed to do. So for is people there... who don't know, yes, me... what is Neo Yokio? So for those who don't know, Neo Yokio follows the adventures of I basically anime New York's um, top bachelor, um, who is sort of like this like wizard power magic dude who must t keep up the family tradition of like getting rid of demons and protecting the town while also being incredibly fabulous um he's all about fashion blogging and and espresso and just like the finer things in life and it's this very bizarre riff on american culture and i love it to death uh, I've only you, seen um, you know, <laughs> what's up? you know who he's voice you know who's uh, i think the main character is kaz or something like that you know who he's voiced by, yeah? Yeah. I, I have no idea. He he Kaz in Neo Yokio is voiced by Jaden Smith. What? That that's Will Smith's son. Yeah. You know, oh, the crazy one. This show is so <laughs> bizarre. No, actually the, the best part is I believe like Kaz, the main character, is basically a Jaden Smith XP. That's what a lot of people say. I Oh yeah. That that totally makes sense. So you're kinda watching Jaden Smith the anime. You know yeah. what? Here's the thing. I didn't have that context, but I, I immediately believe it. It is it is a very bizarre thing. And the thing is, I, I started watching it while baking cookies because I was like, I want something dumb that I can just have in the background. And then, like, it kind of kept And dumb it is. <laughs> like, I, again, I'm two episodes in. I don't quite know where it's going to go, but it's at least very unique. I think I've... I haven't watched it, but I've seen I've seen the Toblerone clips, and that alone is kind of interesting. Why I kind of want to watch. Why it. is there a picture, first of all, of a giant Toblerone allow in someone's to, bedroom? Wait, allow me to explain the giant Toblerone. Uh, so what happens is his friend, who he exercised a demon out of, is in the hospital, and he is there to wish her good well, um, or wish her well, and he does this by offering her a giant Toblerone, which is sort of his like <laughs> go-to snack for when he's feeling down. Um, what the fuck? However, however, wait, wait, I'm not done. I'm not his, done. You need to go -to understand the concept. His go-to snack is a Toblerone. Not just a Toblerone. Yeah, that makes sense. Giant, like this is like the size of a small cat Toblerone. I I can see it. <laughs> and so what happens is he goes to her, and she was a fashion blogger, but she's saying the entire experience has changed her, and she wants to just give up fashion blogging. The world's about more than fashion, and he is so shocked and appalled by this decision that he turns to her and says. You don't deserve this giant Toblerone. And what? In fact, <laughs> in fact, leaves with the Toblerone that he was it's to a... offer his friend who is in the hospital. Oh my god! It's a, it's a pretty dramatic scene. Or, well, the series wants it to be a very serious. It takes it super seriously. You don't deserve this big Toblerone. Like, don't no no. What? It's it's some goofiness. It's some goofiness. So. Maybe we put that on the list. Keep let's watch some Neo Yokio. You know what? Oh I'm God. very down for a Neo Yokio night because I'm not quite I'm not quite sure where it's gonna go, but good golly gosh, it's uh it's got some fun times. Um, aside from that, um, I just want to wish everyone a happy October October first. 
Happy Inktoberfest! 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 If people are doing Inktober, happy Inktober, where you draw little ink drawings all October. And that's uh, that's all I got. I wonder. You know, I, I thought if... I thought you meant by Inktober was you get a tattoo in October. Uh, but yours makes oh, a shit. lot more sense. Drew is getting a tattoo this October. Yeah, I, I guess. I do I'm not hearing. know. I would actually like a tattoo at some point in my life. I just don't know what it would be. And until I can settle on a design, that's like a relatively permanent decision. I I wonder if Splatoon is going to do anything for Inktober. Oh, they should. And if they don't, that's a that's a missed opportunity. Fire your PR person. Dude, I I agree. Interesting. I agree completely. Well, mm-hmm. on that topic. Oh boy. This is completely oh, God, unrelated so to ink. <laughs> but but we are here to talk about something very special this and that special thing is deserts and desert levels and the giant expanse of grain that does sound like the opposite of special but let's let's do this <laughs> as right. i said last last week this is going to be a sensational epi- episode it's going to be uh, a hot one it's going to uh, be a hot one is uh, what it's going to be oh god <laughs> adam oh uh. oh jesus it's such a good joke I'm gonna die. I'm parched. I'm, I'm dying of thirst. Help me. Uh, I was, uh, uh, Adam, let me quench your first with some knowledge. Oh, okay. Knowledge. Our first question on our desert levels episode, um, which I believe is called. Now that's what I call desert levels. It's going to be very basic. Um, no, it's no. Wait a second. There's another fucking title up there. Oh shit. I'm sorry. It's now that's what I call a sandwich. Thank you, Zach. We almost forgot that important pun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta remember the puns. Remember, remember each and every single one of them. Yabba dabba doo. Well, all right, all well right. guys, what is a desert? What is a desert, and how are they associated with video games? Well, hey Drew, um, a desert is a uh, a area in the in on this world and on many other worlds as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where there is a lack of precipitation. Oh dear. Hmm. Hmm. Tell me more about these. <laughs> Tell me more about these desert levels. It is well, I don't know about the levels quite yet, but in terms of actual deserts, it is areas of the world in which do not receive a lot of uh, water precipitation, mm-hmm. um, and they are dry for most, or you know, for the vast majority or the entirety of the year. Well, that's a very informative answer. They're not always covered in sand, mm-hmm. but in terms of video games, like if it's like, hey, it's a desert level. That's your go-to sand level. Yes, indeed. Because real-world deserts, yeah, just like there, there's not much rain. They're very dry, hot, uh, kind of arid areas. Video games, sand. It is a hundred percent sand the entire time. Uh, maybe not a hundred percent of the time, but most of the time you're getting sand. Yes, and there's there's yeah. often a merchant, a merchant who you can buy wares from. There's often oh, right. some nice marble somewhere, maybe a pyramid, maybe, oh, I don't know, some sort of mummified skeleton of some kind. You yeah, know, that's you know, the basics. You know, that's pretty interesting. Anytime, like, a lot of the time there's a desert level, they decide, okay, put some pyramids in there, put some mummies in there. It's like, you guys know that Egypt isn't just, like, the go-to desert level. There's a number of other deserts. I mean, you could put you could put pyramids in those other deserts because Mesopotamia had pyramids. I know, but but it's just funny. It's just funny to me. It's like this is the desert level. You mean this is the Egypt level? Yeah, yeah, that Don't, happens a lot. Well, I mean, which I, the other thing is the other thing: oasises and palm trees. You know, this oh is yeah, true. this is true. This is yeah. true. I mean, why? Go ahead. No, I guess palm trees. Do palm trees make sense? 
Like, I know, like, Oasis and, like, you know, has foliage and vegetation there. But do they always have palm trees? Not, Probably not. I imagine if, if palm trees are natural to the area, then there will be palm trees there. If not, mm-hmm. then they won't be there. When I think of a desert oasis, like the good bit in the desert, the part that's usually the save point, you know, you've got a big old pile of water, and I see some palm trees. I see some palm trees, Mm. no coconuts, um, some grass, and a little checkpoint marker. But I don't know. I don't know. I should probably... There's probably a very specific way to describe an oasis. That's my default idea of an oasis, just like that chill place in the middle of the... I like how they have to have, uh, like, a waypoint. There needs to be a waypoint on the oasis. And yeah, well, because in most games, it's like, this is a safe area. Look, you won't just immediately die here. And it's like, that's a good place to save. Good place to be. I'm trying to think, like, yeah, I guess desert level will also just kind of end up being, hey, oasis levels or oasis kind of thing. Yeah. I, there's not a lot of oasis levels, as far as I remember. Probably not levels, but they show up enough in, like, desert areas. Yeah, so yeah. I think, I think I know your question, Drew. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, man. I mean, first I wanted to say that Zack has clearly never played Sonic Adventure 2, but that's aside the point. I want to say, what are your favorite aesthetics of the desert you've seen brought into games? And I will ask this to Adam Magleby and Zack oh, Metternack. Oh, jeez. That, oh, that was a butchering of my last name, but that's fine. I'm sorry, Zack. Who knows? <laughs> uh, so for aesthetics, one, uh, since we're on the topic, I guess we'll... we'll kinda, I, I really like Oasis in games. Like, Oasis... Mm-hmm. Oasis, Oasis, an oasis in real life looks gorgeous, and even in, in games, it also looks pretty nice. Like I can yeah. I, often when I think of a desert level, I the thing that comes to mind is, man, this place better have an oasis, or this is some bullshit. <laughs> and they're usually they're usually really nice. Like when I think of an oasis, uh, I know Paper Mario had one. Paper Mario had a really weird oasis. I got to be honest. Can you it, tell me about that? Like what made it weird? Um, so you're walking through the desert. You finally make it to the oasis, and it has a pool of water in there. It's got all it's got all these trees. It does have a save point in there, Drew. So nice. there's the checkpoint. I knew it. I knew it was um, true. But all of the trees don't drop what you'd normally find in a desert. They drop lemons and lime. What? Excuse me? They drop lemons and limes because you know, zet, you know, a cool drink. Get a get a cup of water. Put some lemon and lime in there. It's like oh my goodness, simultaneously like great, but also if I, I guess lemonade. I, I guess yeah, basically, lemonade. I think they were like, you know what, lemons and limes in this desert. That makes sense. Okay. I I think you can get a coconut there, but I don't remember. Mm. Uh, and then for aesthetics, I'm trying to think. There, the other aesthetic I can think of is uh, sand and stuff. Oh yeah, and like sand. and like the way Journey does sand, where it's like. There's so much sand; it's basically flowing like water. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so I actually beautiful. Oh yeah, journey. God. Journey is so. For anyone who's not aware, journey is entirely a desert level, but it is it is just one big desert and a mountain, and you're trying to get to the top, and it is gorgeous all the way through. Like that sand, as, as your character is like kind of gliding and dancing around it, just moves so like fluidly like water i think it's the best sand in a game i've ever seen there's this one it's moment like, man, in this... it where you're like like where you're doing the rundown and like the camera kind of pans to the setting sun and it just looks like it looks mind-blowing like that ge- <sighs> sorry guys i don't know if you know this but i love i love journey i think it's- it is an amazing <laughs> game it is it is like half the reason we are doing this this particular topic <laughs> so prepare yourself for journey getting brought up a lot yeah 
I actually gotta be honest. I don't think I've actually played Journey, even though it's only like two hours long. Oh man, Adam, played... what you gonna do? You gonna come over one day? I'm gonna sit you down. We're gonna fix my PlayStation Four. We're gonna make you play Journey. It's gonna be great. Yep. You're gonna love it. Or I think the more impressive part of that is beat is a uh, is fixing the PS4. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the most impressive part of that. It's Sunday. Um, it's gonna happen Sunday. One uh, day. So Drew, how about you and aesthetics and desert? So. My thoughts on st- on desert levels in games is it is one of the one of the best times to use that like super cool blur effect that you see all over the goddamn place. Oh right. Um, to like simulate like you know heat stroke. Um, I think of I, I know Super Mario Sunshine heat, does this heat stroke. Uh, not not heat stroke, but like you know like when you're in like a really oh hot... like a like a heat shimmering effect. Yeah, yeah, like like you know when like you're really hot and like your your vision's almost kind of like blurry and you're like oh god I'm so thirsty and like oh yeah yeah like like that use of blur to kind of evoke that feeling is super mm-hmm. crazy to me and like I think it's super cool when it shows up. Um... I know it's done really well in Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, I know, obviously, Journey does it pretty well. Um, let's see here. Aside from that, um, what you talked about with Oasis was pretty interesting. Because, like, I always get that sense of, like, nothing, nothing, but it is building to something. Like, whenever I'm in a desert level, it always kind of feels like I know there's a nugget somewhere. Like, it's almost like a treasure. Like, I don't know if yeah. that counts as an aesthetic, but I feel like that's how most of those levels get set up. As opposed to, like... Look at all this splendor here. Look at all this splendor here. It It's often much more about, like, you are surrounded by desolation, but you know there's something that you need to find. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why I, like, the Oasis feels so nice, because it's like, mm-hmm. if you're in a desert area, I feel like they're almost kind of obligatory at this point for, like, a desert level, but they always feel really nice when you get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, so there's a couple of things. Like, deserts tend to be these big, vast, empty spaces with like mm-hmm. few things in between them mm-hmm. um and that's that's typically how they're presented in games um but if uh and that's an interesting aspect sorry I, I just wanted to talk about the aspect that i was remembering uh the one thing that i actually like that it comes up sometimes not always in games but the sandstorm which is a real thing oh yeah yeah um <laughs> there are some games that have sandstorms in them oh. uh the only one the one that's come to mind is uh near automata uh which yeah Puts up a sandstorm between you and the oasis. <laughs> oh, that's I think awesome. my cousin was telling me about this, but in near uh, Automata, there's like you have to run in like a straight line or something to get there, but it has to be at this very particular angle and like this particular direction. You'll actually get through it, otherwise you're gonna get lost in the sandstorm. Yeah, like it's super easy okay. to get lost in that sandstorm. You just have to kind of like make sure you're going the right direction. That's a oh, go ahead, Zach. No, no, I wasn't gonna say anything. Oh, I was gonna say for aesthetics, one thing. One thing I also really like, you know, um, when, when there's so much sand, it, it kind of looks like water. The other thing is like sandstorms often look really good in uh, in desert levels because then you get to use like fancy particle effects and everything, and it, you just have like all this stuff going off all at once. They look pretty cool, I think. Oh yeah, no, the particle effects going on in sandstorms are amazing, uh, or know, usually. I don't know if this shows up all the time, but I do remember a few instances where like you know, like, things die in the desert, and so it can actually be a very grim, like, kind of, like, difficult scenario. And I yeah. actually really, I like, I like, I don't like, I like seeing, like, you know, like, like, cowhead skulls, and, like, just, like, <laughs> it, that's, it, it sounds weird to say, but, like, I like it when you have that, that excuse to have, like, very, I don't want to say I dark, think I... but, like, like, strange window dressing, like, window dressing of, like, it's not everything's yeah. pretty, like, it's kind of off-kilter, and that can right. be fun. It, it, 
it kind of goes back to what Zach was saying about like, you know, deserts are these really vast areas, even if they're not like sandy deserts or just dry deserts, uh, because they're so big, sometimes you can just kind of put kind of whatever out there and they get, it can get really weird out in the yeah, desert. Yeah, so uh, I played uh, Dragon Age Inquisition is actually a pretty good example. They have three desert levels. Whoa! Um, That's doing it a bit much, one, isn't it? One is one is literally an oasis level, so I was wrong. Oh, nice. Um, one is one of those big, empty, expanse, very, very sandy deserts. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is sort of like a craggy, sort of like rocky desert area um i can say that those were the oasis one i actually really liked but the other two i didn't like very much (laughs) they were not my favorite desert levels um but they did provide that sort of variety and they they all had they they each had like a different vibe to them and Mm. and yeah so it, it did it was like a chance for you to be like and then there's a corpse and a skeleton here oh how spooky what do you think you see more of? Do you think you see more of the sandy desert or the kind of dry crag desert? I f- at least for me, I feel like I've seen the sandy desert a lot more. I see the sandy desert. They in tend a lot to of mix a lot games, like like Sonic or Mario. I'll definitely see like the hey look, it's a cool mummy. Hey look, hieroglyphs in something that's what? a bit more serious. Like it definitely is more like look the desolation before you. You are you are akin to ruin. In yeah, but Drew. Case. Yeah, but Drew. Yeah, sandy or craggy. Are you asking which which I prefer? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I, the question I had was in in a video game in video games. Do you feel like you're more often to see the sandy desert or like the dry crag desert? I and I feel like I feel like you might for Sonic and Mario. I feel like you'd see the sandy one. Oh yeah, you oh, yeah. see the sandy like, one. Like, though, like the funny, the, the fun one's probably more prevalent. It's probably mm. a little more prevalent. Um, no, admittedly, sure... most sorry, sorry, most deserts I see tend to mix the two though. There's usually a mix. Um. It just happens to be more desert expanse than it is sort of like crags and canyons. I think even mm-hmm. with like a crag and canyon serious take, like I imagine a designer could not resist the urge to throw in some goofy ass like Easter egg or something. Like, because that's the perfect place to put it, like out in the middle of nowhere where people don't really want to look around. And then you just have like some kind of like weird like dick joke or something. Like, I don't know. I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like I feel what? like that stuff is out there. You know what I mean? Like, I like this idea. Like you're wandering through the desert. You haven't had anything to drink. You look over and this these stones just like that. That looks like a dick. Oh, I'm dying. Okay, like you, you laugh, but like just imagine if somewhere in the vast expanse of Journey's beautiful desert, there is like a texture effect of someone like giving you the bird or something. Like it's very plausible. It's very plausible. Is all I'm saying. Like it, it seems like something that could be. You believe in it, and if you yeah. Hope, Mm. Well, alright. So, like, on that note, on that note, gentlemen, we need some favorite and worst desert levels in games, or just deserts. In I games. mean, I have worst off the top of my head. All right, let's, go for let's, it. Let's get worst out the way, so we can end with the good stuff. That big expanse desert I was talking about in Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. single time I went there, even with the horse that lets you move faster, it felt like a waste of my fucking time being there. Every goddamn time. Sorry, Zach. Welcome to the desert! Like, son of a bitch, son I gotta go back. Yeah, no, every time I had to go back to that region, I'm like, oh, I gotta go back to... F-. They're like, oh, hey, you gotta go to this area to complete this quest. I'm like, no, fuck you, I don't wanna go there. <laughs> um, If we're doing worst right now, I think the worst... One of the desert levels that annoyed me at the, that I can think of... Uh, I guess there are, there are two off the top of my head I can think of. One is from Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, uh, the Lanari Desert. Um, it, it's first it's a pain in the ass to get to because you have to go to this one particular village that has to be open 
in the year that you're playing. Then, uh, um, then you have to get on a boat and go to the boat and you go to the little island mm-hmm. and that's fine. Whatever. You know, it's cool to go to the new continent, but Lenari desert is, is like everything. It's, it's one of the, like the super sandy deserts. Everything kind of looks the same. So it's very easy to get lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does do the thing, Zach, you were talking about where yeah. it kind of mixes the two. Yeah. Yeah. Where there are a lot of the little corridors are craggly areas or craggy areas, but then the big open areas are these are the big sandstorm-esque areas. And there are a couple places in this level where there are like sand slides almost, where you, you slide down. And it's often kind of difficult to tell where it's going to take you. So you can wow. get really lost. Ooh. Plus, all of the enemies for some reasons have debuffs. Like, oh no. Why did you put them here? This place is already annoying. I mean, and then uh, they went all in on annoying. Uh, and then the other level i can think of is the shifting sandland from super mario 64 man man fuck that level i what, hate i've never liked the, that level it's hard to get what's around so bad about it man what's so lame why don't you like it sand pits yo oh. quick sand oh sh- okay you know can i just say like that is my i hate that the most like that's the ones where you get stuck in and you got to jump really quick or you die because like you're all slowed down or something like that uh-huh like i know i've run into the like I, 12 I don't times in a game and they, they suck they're the worst they're it the was worst my design under- decision it was my understanding that like quicksand needed like water to form but yeah. there's not supposed to be much water so I'll, like do do quick does quicksand appear in deserts that often i, I assume I like sand pits maybe but like shit son why's it got to be quicksand for me i just don't like, I never like it when a game decides, hey, we're going to punish you by making your controls less functional. Have fun mm-hmm. with that. Like, it's always the worst. It, it, I'm never like, oh, I deserve this. You know? Like, it just it just kind of sucks to happen. Yeah. Makes me angry. Drew, what's the worst desert level for you? Okay, so let me set the scene for you. It's Sonic Adventure. It's Sonic 3 and Knuckles, right? Or to Sonic 3, mm-hmm. whichever version you want to go. Okay. And you just, you just got off this big old plane. You just got off this big old plane. You're hanging out in the desert. You go inside this, like, spooky pyramid thing, and it's really claustrophobic as opposed to, like, being this big, vast open space. Uh, there's weird ghosts that are following you around for some reason. There's some kind of timer about the ghost, and in general, it's just going back and forth and having no idea what's going on and being very confusing while also having weird sand time puzzles, and they are the worst. Hmm. And I don't like sand timer puzzles. I think it's a weird thing that pops up. Sand is coarse and painful, and I don't like it. And I just... Oh, my God. (laughs) It's rough, coarse, gets everywhere. That's the one. (laughs) I don't know. For whatever reason, that's that's the one that I remember being like, God, I'm so mad. Because, like, I would play that game, and that would be the point where, like, if I wasn't going to be saving, or if, like, you know, I was just going to, like, break down, that was the point where I was going to break down, right? Like, if I'm doing, like, a no-save run, it's like, ah, fuck... Fuck this, I'm done. Um, no didn't, bueno. didn't Adventure 2 have, like, a desert level with Sonic, and it was also, like, timer-based? Oh. Uh, I, remember, okay. I remember Adventure, Adventure 2 battle having... Uh, yeah, Adventure 2 having a desert pyramid level and then being really annoying. It's so Adventure oh, wait. 2, it, Sonic Adventure 2 actually had, like, a whole slew of, like... Uh, Egyptian desert levels in general. Knuckles had one. It was Wild Canyon had gr- had a great rap, great way to start the game off. Uh, Rouge was uh, Desert Oasis, which had a terrible song tied to it. Um, Sanic was stuck in a pyramid as well. 
uh, but it was a mm-hmm. little bit faster. It still had like those weird timey puzzles, but aesthetically, it was less about being stuck in the sand and more just kind of like being in this like death-defying pyramid. It was actually very cool. Uh, mm-hmm. had, a, had a wicked boss too, like this giant like pharaoh statue coming to life and trying to grind like grind you into the dirt. Um, Tails had one too. Eggman had. I think one Eggman too. had one too. He did. He did. Yes, he did. Oh I remember. Wow, there was a lot of desert levels in that game. Yeah, there was a lot of desert levels. There were a lot of reused assets in that game. Ah, ah. that's what made it so good. Mm-hmm. I feel like on occasion they get associated with time-based mechanics. As I think somebody was talking about a timer. Uh... That actually goes right into the second part of this question, which is best desert levels. Oh, boy. Oh, by the way, preface, preface, preface to the best. You can't pick Journey. We all agree Journey is the best. No, you can't be. Journey's really good. Journey's up there. Mm-hmm. I think when most people think desert levels, it's like, yeah, that's Journey. Uh, but going immediately off of what you were saying, Zach, uh-huh. one of the best desert levels is in Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. It is the Lenaryu, I think it's the Lenaryu Desert. Mm-hmm. And it's this big bit like one part you go to when you uh, I think it's the second time you go to this area. It's this big open area and all you see is a little dock and a boat on there. Okay. And the mechanic in that level is that you are manipulating time back and forth to go uh before and after it became a desert. So this place used to be this giant, this place used to be this giant lake. So on the boat is this device that uh, for like a limited zone takes the area back into the past. So you, you basically have this boat on a lake gliding around the ocean of sand that it becomes in the future. Wow. That is super cool. So like in the present, it's this like sand desert, but in the past it was this beautiful lake. And so you're just kind of like gliding around on it it's super duper cool hmm. i never got that far because it's late in the game but i remember seeing screenshots and videos of it's like why couldn't they have led with this this was this is great yeah that would have been that would have been a great opening um i want to make yeah because oh, like skyward sword did not i'm sure it sold well but from what i remember it didn't do as well critically right like that was that was kind of like the black sheep of the zelda family right yeah that was the one yeah it was on the wii and that was probably But this problem. is like one of those areas that it's like, man, this is such a cool zone. Yeah. No, there's um, gems in every Zelda game. That's true. Uh, and and the, other, the only other desert level I can think of that I really liked was for Metroid Prime 2. And it was the Aegon Wastes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really neat. Oh. I liked that area a lot. I liked that you got to see... It kind of did a little bit of both where it's like it's very crag desert, but there's all this like sand pouring in. So you get like sand waterfalls and everything. I, um, I love that level so much. I love it. I I love all the bats and stuff everywhere. I love the fact that they have like a lightning storm going on perpetually. That's like, wow. Oh, yeah. Heart. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> so, Zach, anytime you look up, there's just like this huge lightning storm. I think there's a couple puzzles where you're trying to like manipulate that storm to like power things on. Wow. Uh. But yeah, so Drew, best desert levels. Well, Adam, here's I, I have a few things to say to you. First off, I was going to say my favorite desert level was Aegon Wastes. So well. that goes off to you. Because um, it is, it, I just, I'm going to echo what you said. It's super freaking good. It's super freaking cool. Um, they managed to throw in like a lot of rusted, but like still working machinery, which always looks very cool. Uh, again, love the lightning. Um, mm-hmm. Love the giant sandworm boss. That's really cool. 
<laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it does. It has a bunch of sandworms everywhere. Yeah, like the, the, the boss yeah. is a sandworm, and it's like, hey, oh, hey, hey, what? Another aspect of desert levels: the sandworm because Dune. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. a lot. There's a lot of sand. There's a lot of sandworms. If you're in like a fantasy or sci-fi era, there's probably gonna be a sandworm. Oh, there's definitely a like. Man, I ran into sandworms on fucking barren hellscapes in Mass Effect. It wasn't even a desert. It was just a random fucking planet. And whoop, you know, there goes the uh, worm. On that note, I was really hoping that Adam was going to troll us and say his favorite desert level was Tuchanka, but I guess... <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Ta- well, Drew, I've never been to Tuchanka, but it looks beautiful from space. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. It's really good. It's a really great level. It's... Um, it, it, it has desolation and death and something I can't talk to you about, but it is very cool. So mm. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Any others you can think of? Or? Um, I mean, there are other there are other desert levels. Um, I actually really did like um, Sonic's uh, Sonic's desert level pyramid cave in Sonic Adventure Two, just because it was it it played up the campy like Egyptian stuff everywhere really hard, and it kind of paid off. Yeah. Um, but you know, Zach, yeah, best desert levels, <laughs> the best. Um, I'm trying to think of like another one that's like better. Again, I really like the journey one. Uh, that one's probably my favorite favorite. Um, uh, but I think I just mentioned that, and it's because of all the moving you, you can do. But outside of that one, I actually, I, I actually really enjoyed the one from Near Automata. Hmm. Um, it's a little odd because that level was just weird, but uh. The sort of sandstorm that like they had all the elements of a, a desert level they had two oases actually one was an oil oasis though um huh, and actually the part weird. the part i liked the most was the actually the abandoned apartment complex section of it mm-hmm. um and it was just interesting to see this like all this sand intermixed with these like giant apartment buildings and you're sort of like wandering around through the desert of these like you wandering around through the ruins in a desert I don't know. It had a really cool aesthetic vibe to it. So I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that section of it. That sounds good. Well, that is awesome. Yep. Well, then, uh, if we've all given our best and worst deserts that we've done ever seen, our next question is, what's the most frustrating part of a desert level? And I already kind of touched on this for me. It's whenever I get stuck in a sand pit and they decide it's a really great time for me to not be able to control my character properly. Um, yeah. But... I, I, that's that's one of the things I have on mine. Like, those are super annoying. <laughs> Wait, what's super annoying? Good uh like so, like so like drew said like if you're stuck in a sand pit and you have to like jump out like continue oh, keep jumping out yeah. of it or yeah that that can be really under. annoying uh i actually one of the, again the, one of the most annoying parts for me in a desert level is just the time it takes to get from point a to point b they usually mm. because these areas tend to be really big it's just like i don't want to run to the other side of the map that's going to take me a while <laughs> uh i yeah so the other thing I, I put down for like frustrating part of desert level, and this kind of actually, you both have kind of said the points I was going to do. Um, one of the things about desert levels, it's very, it always feels like it's kind of easy to get lost in them because they're so big and because mm-hmm. everything is like, everything looks the same kind of deal. Uh, we kind of touched on near automata <clears throat> has this like thing of like, you have to be running in the sandstorm to like get to this one area. But if not, you'll get like pushed back or something. Uh, I know Mad Max uh, on the PS4, ha- it, it's also in like pretty much entirely in the desert, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think like if you didn't have the map to kind of tell you where things were, I don't know how you'd make it through that game. Yeah, because everything looks the same there. It also has a sandstorm that you can like purposely drive into the the giant sandstorm and go into the great unknown, and you find like a bunch of really good gear in there. 
because it's like, ooh, look, sand, desert. Sand. I guess that is one thing. Sand. Like, yeah. deserts sand. can definitely be, like, copy and pasted to, like, be artificially large, like, compared to what's actually mm-hmm. there. Um, I mean, like, that's part of why I don't like sandbox games, right? Because, like, you can put, you can just copy paste a bunch of stuff in and none of it has well, to be particularly Drew? meaningful. Yeah, dog. Do yeah. I have the game for you? It's Mad Max. Not only is it taking place in a desert, it is a sandbox game. Uh, Literally. I don't think it's for me. Uh, it sounds it sounds like the perfect game for you. Adam oh, does boy. not understand mm. my aesthetics or or things I like whatsoever. Damn, mm. I thought I could. Are there uh, any other frustrations? <laughs> any other frustrations you guys? I mean, I don't I I can't think of any games that do this, but I know sometimes uh well, there's a really cool mechanic that I, I always thought would be kind of neat to see in a game, mm-hmm. uh, but I could also see it being kind of annoying. Um, so one thing about being in the desert is you always see people seeing mirages and illusions in the desert as they get like oh, right. uh, dehydrated. Yeah. The illusion dungeon uh, is always in the desert. Yeah. like One I can think of is um, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time has this part of the desert you have to cross, and it, it's in a perpetual sandstorm, but you'll also see like... Uh, illusions and stuff like that or things that like that aren't there so you have to use the lens of truth to actually follow this ghost through the the desert um i remember i can't think of any desert game that does this but like if any desert game like was like hey man what about a thirst mechanic so you get like thirsty while in the desert like oh boy i listen man if you introduce a thirst mechanic into your game sweet gods why like just uh, hey we're gonna introduce this thirst mechanic when you enter the desert, and you're just like, I don't want to be here anymore. Well, I mean, like, if it's a survival uh, game, I know. you gotta. You gotta do well, that. Well, I take it back. Monster Hunter kinda does that. If you're in the desert, you have to drink cool drinks to keep yourself cooled down. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, your stamina goes down, like, way faster. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kinda does that, which yeah. can be kind of annoying. Uh, I will say, there were, um, there, uh... When it was originally being announced, Resident Evil 5 had a mechanic I thought was really neat, where you're basically in Africa the entire time, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're in kind of the middle of nowhere, and it's really hot there, so your character, Chris Redfield, if he was out in the sun for too long, would start seeing illusions, and that would mean, like, random enemies would be, like, would appear and attack you, and you could fight them, but then, like, as you punch them, you realize, oh, wait, I'm punching nothing, or I wasted bullets, so it's like... Oh, is that an actual zombie or is that nothing? Oh no, that's really cool. Like, yeah, they, that dropped, it ga- dropped it from the game. Why they dropped it from the game? What? Because it could be. It's fucking annoying. And right. that game really wanted to be went more action than uh oh, than survival horror. That's a shame. I think that sounds super cool. But playtesting, what can you? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> well, our final question before Design Club. You are lost in a desert. What one game will you play until you die of starvation or dehydration? Just thematic. Thematically. This is a very morbid question. <laughs> this is a super morbid question. Um, um, shit. I have a joke answer, but... What is your joke answer? Uh, the one... If you're stuck in any kind of... If you're stuck in the desert or lost in the mountains or mm-hmm. need rescuing, what you need to do is start playing solitaire. Because at some point, somebody's going to walk by and say, no, wait, do this. <laughs> I see. That's I clever. See. Well, you know, that. okay, I'll take All it. Right. I'll take it. <laughs> um, I, I, I have in the one. desert. Go I, for it, Zach. Literally any multiplayer game. Okay, but you're not, you don't have Wi-Fi. Oh, 
Oh, oh, never mind. Well, how are you playing a game at all? Like, this yeah. has to be handhelds or mobile, then. Yeah. You have a backpack that has your favorite console and a power pack, but no Wi-Fi. You know, it's wow. a, it, has, okay. it has to be a... You know what, here it is. It's a handheld game. It, it's a handheld game in the middle of the desert right. and you've got no Wi-Fi. you got a dying battery. Uh, okay, I'm in the desert. I'm going to play Boktai. The sun is in your hands. I'm going to be so powerful. Vampires can't stop me. Oh, oh that's boy. a really good idea, actually. I Have guess... Fun. Shit, I guess, um, what fucking handheld, uh, you know what, Pokemon Go. Pokemon yes. Go? Just in case there's, like, a little thing out there. I can yeah. just... There could, there could be a Pokestop out in there the be... desert, you there don't could... know. Pokemon <laughs> Go. You can Pokemon only, that's go. the only way to find out, you gotta go there, you gotta go out there to the deep desert, figure out there's okay. a Pokestop. Alright, okay. so... We've got Boktai, Pokemon Go, and Drew, what would you play? Uh, if it has to be on a handheld, gotta be a handheld game, and it can't... I guess if my phone's... Uh, you know what? Here's what I'll do. I'll play Super Hexagon, and I'll finally beat the Hyper 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 mode. And then at least I die, <laughs> I die with some kind of with some kind of saving grace. Um, That's a good, good effort, good hustle there. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, yes. Oh man, I made the best choice. What? See, in order to play Pokemon Go, you have to have a cell phone. Zach. Uh huh. And you can just call somebody. And I can just call somebody. Oh, this question was. I've now, solved I'm... your puzzle, Drew. Ha! Damn it, Zach! You're so clever. But can you solve the Design Club this week? Of course. Well, All right, Zach's gonna solve the Design Club this this week. Zach, yes. For your challenge. You must design for me this club challenge. You must. This is like the, the riddle. <laughs> this is like the riddle of the Sphinx right here. Ah, the Sphinx's riddle. Create the world's greatest desert level. What genre game is it in? What highlights does it bring to the table? Create Here's my answer. Me. What is it, Zach? Here's my answer. I want to know your answer. It it can't be Journey again. No, it is instead. An off-color photocopy of Journey. Oh, <laughs> totally yeah! not the same. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the legally distinct Journey copy, or as I to call it, Adventure. Sure. That's yeah. All right. So, so real, real time. Let's let's make a desert level. Let's do it. So let's do it. I'm. Well, what kind of game? Levels... What kind of game is it in? Well, hmm. here's my hypothetical question. Not really hypothetical, but. Uh, do you want to lean heavy on the ancient Egyptian imagery, or do you want to go with a unique desert? I'm is saying unique. I'm okay with okay. going away from Egyptian. There's a lot of other themes. Okay. I think okay. we can. I I I was like seeing like the desert, the uh, ruins peeking out of the desert kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we could definitely do like pyramids and stuff like that, but maybe just not the Egyptian pyramids or maybe, okay, desert but, ruins. Okay. Other worldly desert ruins? Other worldly deserts, perhaps? Yeah, I'm down with that. I like that. Because that gives you. Is there when what, you have what? those in a. Like other worldly desert ruins? Stuff no, like that. No, like, wait, wait. Why don't we go with Anasazi desert ruins? What's what, what, desert ruins? Southeast. Uh, southwestern United States um, towns built into the sides of cliffs. Okay. Uh, you can do fun. that. I, I was just saying, like. Yeah. When you have like ruins peeking out like from under the sand, one, it adds like a good mystery of like, oh, something used to be here. And two, it gives you an artificial way of saying, look, this is a waypoint. Now you know where you're going. This okay, is a good so that, landmark. 
that's interesting so you like you like when it's basically the finding and the like the whole like there's a lot of you like the like the finding element of deserts that tend yeah. to pop up. Like uh Final Fantasy X had a had a uh, desert level uh whose name escapes me at the moment, but one of the things they did is they had like ruins and things peeking out and it kind of gave you a better sense of like where you were in the area. Okay, so then can uh, I, can And I, I thought propose, that was a really good idea. Can I propose like a detective style game, like sort of a a finding game, maybe not quite a walking simulator, but like maybe some i don't know like maybe for, for where the desert level is going to be well no for the type of game for the type of game right because we haven't decided on the genre or maybe and... sort of like it seems like like an explorer's game would be interesting mm-hmm. or sort of like a a a like like a indiana jones style game maybe I, I don't know i actually wouldn't mind if it was like a, a walk like i guess a quote-unquote walking sim through the desert kind of thing that's true although like... now we're getting into des- journey territory but well, I mean, not well, not quite the same. Yes but. and no, but how about um, this? You are, you are somehow in the middle of this desert, and you are looking for something. Uh, perhaps you are playing Crash Landed via Bioshock logic, and you are now looking for some sort of means of survival. But you also have a have a bonus objective of like, I came here to find some kind of lost city or lost artifact, or. I don't know who killed I, your neighbor. I actually like that. Or something like that. Yeah, um, that sounds good. That sounds good. Okay. Like deserts. Like, I, like, is that I can't. Setting? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Adam. I can't think of many like survival games off the top of my head that take place in the desert mm-hmm. because a lot of the ones I know of take place in like the mountains or something. So I actually haven't seen many like survival games in the desert, and I think that'd be really cool. Of like, oh, you have to kind of survive, but you're also putting together this like like mystery or puzzle while you're out here yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. i like that um and zach you you were saying i get i'm not very familiar with the type of desert you're talking about but you're saying like it's kind of like people build homes and houses in the sides of cliffs yeah kind of let thing. me i'll look it up and link it it's okay. anasazi uh, drew i, I think the ones you talk about lot. is any of those like i did i felt it correctly like, like the cliffs are have like all the buildings kind of carved into them and stuff like that yeah look in the chat i guess we'll put this up in the show notes as well um Ooh, that's yeah a, we're there's a, lot a fucking, of, like, like there's a bunch of people in a circle there but you, <laughs> you can see it it's pretty clear yeah and for oh. people who don't look at the link I, I hopefully you know what we're talking about where it's these big cliffs that people have basically carved out buildings mm-hmm. i think if you put that like part in like and then there's like a like a big open sandy desert somewhere like, i imagine nearby, a lot of rock climbing cool. i imagine a lot of like you know like like uh maybe not what is it pole vaulting but sort of like swinging from like cliff to cliff and sort of like attempting to get further into this weird like maybe abandoned area yeah that'd be cool that'd be interesting mm-hmm. okay and we want to we want to so focus... we got our location and our and our game down mm-hmm. yeah well we've got our, our aesthetic down i i want to know are people are we communicating with people at all in this game or is it a is a a solo venture I think it starts. It has to start as a solo venture, obviously. Uh, or you know on... what? You know what? You could have a crew that survived with you after the plane crash. That I like. Mm. That I like. I was gonna say if we went for the survival aspect, most of the time those are uh, solo affairs. Like there isn't anybody there. Mm-hmm. I I could see a game where you're like, so you've crashed in the desert. You're trying to survive, and you're you're trying to find this riddle. But like as you're Maybe, like, as you find more clues, you hear, like, people's voices from, like, whatever culture you're fi- digging up. So, like, those Ooh. are the people, but most of the time, you're on your own kind of deal. Oh, you, you know what I oh, like so about that? 
you could you could ham you could say like oh this is a spiritual thing or it could be a hallucination thing you could leave that very open to interpretation yeah so I, maybe I, you're, I like maybe that a lot of like yeah that um, is... you could even bring back that whole like mirages or seeing illusions if you're like too thirsty or something like that yeah yeah that'd be cool mm-hmm. that'd be cool i think okay. i think the best part would be like if you start oh actually this is interesting so if you start dehydrating you start picking up illusions and sort of like mirages and things like that and you'll start mm-hmm. hearing voices but the voices will actually give you good advice huh. so and there's like, do i trust this or do i not it, there's cool there's about... there's the first part about that is that do i trust it or do i not and then if you're like, this is good advice, and I can pick out the good advice, then do I sit on the edge of death near dehydration at all times to get as much advice as I can? Oh, or, that's awesome. That is pretty cool. So it's kind of like, oh, I like that. I like that idea a lot of like, you could you could stay healthy, but you're on your own, or you could get closer to like dying, but at least you hear things and you know what works? feel alone. You know what works about that is like if you're if you're losing at the game if you're doing poorly then it's a built-in way to kind of like help the player out like give them hints like oh, oh my you're god death, but you're not really here's something to help you there'd be like a ghost that shows up and says water is this way and then you literally follow the ghost and there's water oh, yo I love this <laughs> idea so neat. much I'm trying okay, to think like cool. um, for some reason I have this like thing of like I don't know why like some weird like spiritual thing like mess kind of messing with things so it's like some of the advice is, is good, but some of it's not. And ba- based on, like, the clues you've kind of pieced together through your exploring, you can tell kind of, like, which one's the good and which one's the bad and stuff. I don't know. Maybe that 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 kind of goes against Drew's thing of, like, a built-in, like, say, like help-you-out mechanic, but I think that'd be kind of neat. I mean, I was just saying because I think that could be helpful for new players, but, like, mm. still thematically, it could go either way. Like, like we're, what we're doing is we have a desert. We're hammering hard on the discovery element, which is like my favorite part um no sand puzzles or like no sand pits throwing that yeah. out the door um <laughs> i'm sorry i really i really don't like them they suck um uh, okay cool mystery cool new location that isn't always done um anything else anything else do we do we put in time puzzles interesting i would say because because like like zach said for some reason time puzzles seem to show up often in just the aspects of time a lot i think so i don't know maybe maybe not time puzzles but maybe time distortion yeah i actually think i like that a bit better kind of like the the way zelda did it where it's like Mm -hmm. at some points you can see into the past or the future of like what this place was or will become kind of deal yeah that it's it gives it a very mystic kind of vibe to it and, and it like, ropes right back into the ghost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we, we've clearly added supernatural elements. I, I'm thinking of like, I'm thinking of like, like storms that would occur. And then there'd be like little rifts in like what you could be from like the now and the present. Now, sorry, the now and the past. Ooh, huh. mm-hmm. that's good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, throw in yeah, the kitchen th- sink. And then you have to like, well, cause then it adds that thing of like, okay, to see, you know, to actually like see in the past, you have to like make it through this sandstorm or mm-hmm. at least like endure it for a while. So it kind of gives you a, almost like like a pre-planned event to kind of get ready for okay mm-hmm. hey how do you feel about this how do you feel about this so you are on your way back from sort of thing some sort of thing that you did with this crew of people maybe you found some kind of treasure maybe you discovered something i don't know 
mm-hmm. your plane crash lands in this sort of desert area and it's completely wrecked and just trying to like signal for help while that's happening you're trying to find out why your plane broke down you realize it was due to a betrayal and the spirits around the area are trying to help you figure out the murder or figure out who is trying to kill you people off and steal the treasure for themselves huh and then big yeah. supernatural shit's going down yeah well, yeah there's, there's already ghosts there's trying to a, help you solve the murder there's an elder god under the sand <laughs> whoa let's get this is pretty intense <laughs> Oh no! Wait! No! No! It's a giant sandworm. It's a giant magical sandworm. Ooh. Oh man, I love it. Okay, ship this game. What's it called? Sandworm. Oh god. Um. Oh. It can't. It can't be Darude Sandstorm. I love how we always start with. Hey, let's make a level. Get through without talking about that song. Oh well. No. No, that was impossible. I love how we always we always start by saying let's make a desert level, and we always end with what do we call this game? Well, I mean, because, like, now we have this idea of, like, no, but you, we can really expand on this now. And I think that's, like, if it were just this one area, like, that'd be a really cool area. But if you make it a big enough, like, game, it's like, well, I, that's kind of cool. Uh, okay, do, do we want to... We need, we need a title. Do you want to name it? Okay. Um, uh, I was about to say Stranded, but that's already a game. Sands of Illusions. Ooh, uh, sounds a little too 80. A little too 80s. Oh, I love the Sorry. 80s. Uh, I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say, because we had time in there, I was gonna say, could we call it the Sands of Time? But no. the Prince of Persia I, already beat us to I it. I believe there's already a historical precedent. Damn. Oh, just dessert. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Um. So, um, what about? Well, if the artifact you found was because we have time stuff. If the artifact you found was like one of those hourglasses with sand in it, you could call it something generic like the hourglass. Good. Um, you could also do something like um, sort of something like heat mind. Heat stroke. Um, heat stroke. Um, yeah, heat stroke would work. Or heat death. Or no, fuck, heat dude. Death just... sounds. Heat death sounds too much like a, <laughs> a image comics uh, supervillain. Yeah, I like. I think. I think heat stroke would be a really good title i got it we call it mirage ah that also works Mm -hmm. okay well we'll figure this out in marketing later (laughs) but i gotta be i gotta be honest i really like this idea that'd be like for some reason i'm imagining this done when like either would it be a realistic style art style or a cel-shaded art style um i was like more stylized i think stylized would be fun actually i think realistic fits it better honestly Mm -hmm. because you've got spiritual elements right yeah, I get. Yeah, I guess actually for this one for the desert, uh, realistic would look really nice with it. Like, so the and, and my idea is it's not that it looks nice necessarily. It's just that the themes seem to revolve around survival and this really intense series of events. You know, you're and, right. like you're you want to feel right. very grounded, so you don't really want like a cartoony yeah. style with it. Sorry, Toon Link, back in the box with you. Oh no! Don't worry. Don't. Are you kidding me? We stick Toon Link style cell shading to like half the stuff we make <laughs> or half the stuff we do in design there will be there will be a texture somewhere in the random expanse of toon link flipping us off for that <laughs> <laughs> well so is that a design club done i believe it is design club done uh welcome to the world uh mirage slash heat stroke um and with that said, I think it might be time for pour outs and toasts if anyone's got them or if anyone's got final thoughts or anything. Um, I, I have some toasts to some desert levels. Why Go for it. Um, one is uh, the 
the desert area of Final Fantasy fourteen is nice. Mm-hmm. There's also Forgotten Springs, which is double nice for reasons of personal preference. Uh, it's a, it's also an oasis. Um, and then Actually, yeah, what's the area that the the pugilist class starts out in? Olda. Like, yeah, Olda. I like that area a lot. It's like crag desert, but then there's like a nice like spring right in front of the capitals. Like I love that area. Yeah, no, it's an amazingly cool area. Um, and then there's like one other desert that I'm forgetting. Uh, somebody else say something while I remember it. Oh, I remembered it. Sorry. Uh, the the desert area in Bravely Default. I actually really liked ah. that area. It was a it was it wasn't as bad, and it it was like the interesting like first region you go to. So there's just like mm-hmm. a lot of interesting stuff to do there. Hmm. Right on. It's man. also where you got time mage. Yay, time mage. See, deserts and time. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will give a two toasts. One, um, to Prince to the Prince of Persia series. One, oh, yeah. they don't always take place in the desert, but they are very kind of sand desert themed. Uh. So I always thought those were fun. Uh, and then I'll give another toast to the... There's a level in Banjo-Kazooie that takes place in the desert. And it has, like, the generic... Look, Egyptian pyramid. Look, the Sphinx. Look, a palm tree on a near pool of water. Look, sand pits. <laughs> Look, a floating carpet. Look, more pyramids. It's like, I, it's like, all right, enough, enough. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I, I have a hopeful toast... Uh, a hopeful toast to that new Assassin's Creed game that might be coming out some point in the future. Oh, uh, yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, I, I toast to it because they took like a hiatus to try and make their games better. And so far, it looks like it's paid off. I've not played it. I don't know what it's going to be like. Um, but it does look very cool. And it apparently is going to have an explorer's mode where if you don't want to play like a death defying game, you can like, just kind of like read up on the history that they researched for the game, which I think is hmm. super cool. That's cool. Yeah. And, that is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah I'm giving a toast to that. I hope, I hope it, I hope it goes well. I hope the extra time they put in pays off. And yeah. with that said, uh, I, I got nothing left. I, I'm hoping that maybe someone could give me a life lesson so that I could go forward yeah. with newfound knowledge. Well, well, you know, Drew, it's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson, if you find yourself in the desert, make sure to find some shade and make sure to find a source of water in order to best assist yourself in survival. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Zach. Thank you so much, Zach. That was, as always, a beautiful, wonderful, majestic lesson. Yay! Lessons. Yay! Thank you, listener, for listening. Uh, If you like our show, um, then please, you know, go ahead and, like, let us know. Leave a review on your viewing method of choice. Um, shout outs or send anything our way over at teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's team N-I-T-W-I-C at gmail.com. Um, this week's music was by Pro Leader. He is super rad and has some new stuff, so do check him out. Next week we will be talking about music and games, which will be a very fun episode. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I gotta go look oh, up yeah, some I, I have to go look up some composers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be um, fun. 
until then, you know, just, you know, enjoy yourself, enjoy your, your weeks, enjoy your lives. We love you, and we hope you have a lovely, a lovely day. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Have a Goodbye. Adios. Bye. Arrivederci.